Welcome to On the Edge with April Mahoney Brains. Here, this is the spot where the conversations are pointed, the guests are sharp, and the responses are never dull. Did you bring your thinking caps? Because it's time to put them on. Because the conversation starts now. Welcome to On the Edge with April Mahoney Brains. This is the spot right here in your face (laughs) where the conversations are pointed, the guests are sharp, and the responses are never dull. And we're in the UK today with Sue Williams, a poet and author. I'm so excited to hear about her journey, how poetry found her, her writing style, hear about her book, and she's even going to grace us with a reading. So without further ado, let's welcome our guest today, Sue Williams. How are you, Princess? Very well, thank you. Um, Very well? Very well. It's a lovely day here, actually, in the UK today. Oh, good. good. We both have gaps. I love that. Yes. It's supposed to mean wealth, isn't it? (laughs) It's supposed to mean wealth, and we're very unique people. Yes. Did you you ever go to move to uh, close your gap? Did you ever get braces or anything as a kid? Yes, I did. And actually, my gap on the top disappeared completely. Uh, but then it came back again. <laughs> I, I had a bone that's grown in between. I'm missing those two dog teeth, those two that go right there. Wow. And they wanted to go in and do oral surgery and break the bone and move the teeth and put in plants. I said, you know what? This is what the good Lord gave me. And I'm going to smile. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm the only one that can eat an apple and there still be a piece in the <laughs> in the middle so you know that that makes me smile because we have to actually um poetry is story poetry is comedy uh it is pain it is sorrow it is a vehicle of communication it's a different writing style there's all different types of poetry how did poetry find you sue well it was a surprise really um i started um doing journaling in the morning, the morning pages, um, the process taken from the artist way by, by Julia Cameron. And um, so I was was writing um, three full sides of A4 every morning. And all of a sudden, my words began to, firstly, they began to rhyme in sentences, um, but not as poems. And then I began to write short poems. And um, that's, that's how it happened, really. It sort of came through me unexpectedly did you ever study the art of poetry i never really studied it i have favorite poets but i never studied the craft did you do that no i mean when we were at school um we did obviously have poetry on the curriculum a little bit not not a lot um but i i didn't relate to it very well i have to say um i quite liked it when the you know if a teacher read it aloud and mm-hmm. they had the, that intonation but um Other than that, I didn't particularly pay much attention to it, in all honesty. And so you started writing. Why did you start writing? I started writing, um, well, honestly, I started writing because I had a reading challenge growing up. And I was not able to hear words phonetically. And so my father introduced me to Dr. Zeus and words on, uh, what is it, Hooked on Phonics, all these different things to help me get through this challenge. And the next thing I know, I started entering contests and winning. I was like, wow. 
Wow. So I eventually wrote not one, but three books. Two of them are of poetry, and I've sold over 22,000 copies. Wow, that's amazing. It is. And you know what? It's, uh, it's a journey. And I hadn't written, oh, I'll be honest with you, I haven't written any poetry maybe in about two years until like a couple weeks ago. I was sitting out at the beach, and Spirit told me, take your journal with you. And I took my journal with me and a pen. I wrote 10 pages, Sue. Wow. What's your, yeah. what's your writing forte? What, how do you get in the mood to write? Yeah, I think, I think actually it's interesting with the poetry. And, and as you say, it's sort of, um, I think with me, I find it sometimes flows when it's meant to flow. And um, so I don't sort of sit down and almost like make myself write it, if you like. Right. Um, I, I kind of wait for the inspiration to hit me or to come through me. So um, that'd be very much similar to what to what you're saying. Although I have done the odd challenge. I did a, a challenge where you wrote poetry one day, uh, once a day, every day for a month, for example. And uh, I did find that um, that was that was helpful. Um, so you can do it either way. But um, but I kind of tend to, I think, wait until the inspiration hits me more than anything, and um, which often happens, as I say, when I've when I've been journaling or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and in terms of um, other writing, um, I my book, the books I've done so far. So I've done one poetry book, um, but the other books I've done are those kind of anthology books where I've gathered together different authors to contribute their stories, and I've contributed my story uh, to each of those. So I've got three of those books. Um, so. So yes, short stories, uh, true, true, really stories. Um, are kind of where my focus has been. Kind of a memoir, kind of. Yes, more of a memoir kind of a, a, a approach. That's right. Mm-hmm. And um, and going forward, um, at the moment, I'm working on a non-fiction book. So mm. it's aimed at w- women in midlife. And it's... oh boy, well that I'm telling you, that'll be a thousand pages. <laughs> <laughs> can be a challenge can't it, <laughs> it okay so let, let's let's just dive into that okay this is a new genre for you where are you gathering your inf- information from is it from observation are you interviewing people life's experiences or a combination of all three yeah it's a combination to be honest and um i mean the the idea for the book interestingly enough it was it was inspired in part by my dad my dad is no longer with us um, but he used to love um, detective-style programs on TV, and um, and when he died as well, we had to sort of go up in the attic and clear out the attic. And there were lots of things up there that I didn't know my dad had or know about my dad. So there were there were books he'd sent for. There was stuff on war games. There were toy soldiers. This kind of thing. And um, he'd get stacks of comics. He'd got stuff from when he did his national service, when he went to South Africa, loads of things that he didn't actually talk to us about or necessarily use. And it kind of made me think of this whole concept of, of a life not really fully lived. Mm. So that that was a big part of the inspiration for the book, because it, it can be that you can get to a certain point in your life and kind of, obviously, as time passes, it becomes more pressing to to really do the things that you want to do if you haven't already done that. Right. That's um, that release. That's right. Kind of release. It's the, and, and it's the, and it's the euphoria of the release, 
but also what it is, it now makes you really, again, ask more questions. Um, it makes you want to deep dive more, but it also wants to leave a legacy. You don't want to have, you know, those things for your grandchildren or your sisters or your cousins to find and continue that unanswered question. So I get it. I get it. That's powerful. So that encouraged you to start writing this book. Now, how far are you into it? Um, I've got as far as writing my messy first draft. Okay. That's, and that, that's good. That's good. What is your writing process? Now, is this your, you know, regular, you know, eight to five? Is this what you do all the time? Or do you have another career and then you weave this in and in, in between your day? Yeah, I, I weave it in really. And uh, so, so I don't, really have a regular writing practice as such mm-hmm. um, I tend to take chunks of time here and there and and particularly if something kind of is inspired again something's inspired me around a particular feature or topic in the book um, then I, they obviously I must admit I do tend to make loads and loads of notes and jottings and things like that in journals you do and you know what spirit wakes me up in the middle of the night when i have a good poem and it's running through my mind i have to have a notepad and a pencil right by my bed because you know i say okay well i'll you know i'll write it when i wake up and then you've missed something you've missed where do you go for inspiration do you go on nice walks do you go get some tea and crumpets uh, do you observe people? Where, where do you draw your inspiration? Yeah, I think um, a lot of it is probably actually, as, as you said, observation in a sense. And um, I might find myself going to events or workshops or trainings or something like that. And an idea will will hit me that's kind of in keeping with the theme. Uh, and interestingly, because the theme of the book is is around a detective. So... It is that kind of detective approach where you would be observing, you would be looking for evidence in, in life, if you like, and kind of gathering it all together and, and trying to make sense of it. And as you you were saying as well about asking questions. So a big part of it is is asking those those questions. Um, so, yes, yeah, so I pick it up, really, a lot of it for this for this particular book. I pick it up both both from day to day life, but. But actually also from, I suppose, things like books and TV programs and things like that, because, again, the detective theme, you you kind of um, see examples and so on from, right, from, right, from right. those as well. And it's fun. Yeah, it's, it's fun. Really yeah. fun. Wait, it it, because funny. the writing process and when you see your finished product, it's like giving birth. It certainly is. <laughs> <laughs> painful birth and and it is painful and you know what sometimes you get an ugly baby (laughs) but you still have to love it now let's talk about the publishing are you self-publishing or are you through a publishing house yeah to date i self-publish okay Um, i'm I'm actually thinking of for this one i am thinking uh, in fact i'm in the process of writing a submission and send out to to some agents to see if i um you know get any interest that way I mean, I'm quite happy to self-publish if not, but um, having gone through that process previously, I think it would be beneficial to, to get an agent to get a publisher if I can. And um, and obviously they help take care a lot of the, um, 
nitty gritty parts of the process. <laughs> take but, but do not be confused or disen disenchanted with the fact that they are not marketers. They are not salespeople. No, they're not. No, They'll no. have to be vigilant out there promoting your book. Brains, let me tell you, I sold 22,000, honey, and it has not been easy. You sell that book till the day that you die because it's brand new to the person who's never read it. Exactly. Yes. No, I agree with you entirely is, on that. It's your yeah. literary work. You host online book signings. Make them exclusive. You want to make your guests feel special. Do a reading. Um, donate your books to libraries. Every library that you see, because when they pull up their index, there's Sue Williams under poetry. Every time you travel, donate a book to a library. That allows you to be an international poet. Um, Re-release uh, uh, re the book. There's nothing wrong with that. They do it all the time. Submit it into different contests. Read excerpts on Facebook. Uh, read excerpts in um, Instagram. Come out with beautiful note cards with your poetry on them. Come out with bookmarks. Oh, I got a million of them for you. You have to sell them because there's a return on the investment. Sue, so your printing, your marketing, your shipping, your distributing, and your writing. And when you give your work out and just hand it out, it's like um, a pamphlet. But when someone purchases it, they have a vested interest. They're going to read it. If they don't read the whole thing cover to cover, you best believe they're going to read at least 20 or 30 pages because they've made an investment. And that is where I find that authors now fall short. Also, do it audibly. I'd love to hear you, because that's what we're about to do. I want to hear your voice. I want to feel the texture. I want to sit in the room with you. Poetry is very subjective. It can be all over the place, because you're painting a picture. But that picture is the canvas in your mind. So tell us a little bit about what you're going to read. Show us the book. And let us sit back and, and enjoy a reading from Sue Williams. Uh, so this is my poetry book. Um, oh, I like that cover. Yeah, there's a story behind the cover. Um, I I actually went on a a, a sort of experience. Wait, put, of put it back up. Put it back up again. That's colorful. See, and that's another thing. Brains is scoot it over just a little bit because I don't want I want your face in there too. Oh right. <laughs> yes, absolutely. You know, you can never judge a book by its cover. They always say that, but that's very eye-catching. I am unique. Why are you unique? What is unique about you? What am I about to discover in the pages of that? So be very selective. Take your time with picking the title and the cover. Wouldn't you agree, Sue? Yes, yes, definitely. And um, I think um, with, with the title as well, like I am unique, I, I really liked the idea of having some, some unique artwork on the cover, um, which kind of brings out different facets, different colors of, of myself as well. So mm -hmm. it is. So tell us about the, the poem that you're going to read for us today. So the poem I'm going to read today is uh, one called Believe. And it's actually the one that started off, if you like, the whole journey. Um, so it was um, written about 10 years ago now. <laughs> Wow. Yes. <laughs> um, 
But see, see what I said was very valid because it's brand new. I've never heard it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yes. So, um, yeah, I'll just I'll just read it then. So, believe. Stand up. Stand up. Be bold. Be strong. Your talent on a world stage truly does belong. You are a beacon shining bright, birthed to emerge, grow and shine your inner light. It's a crime to leave talent dusty on rickety hidden shelves. Set out your stall, allow true expression of your amazing inner selves. Surely you will experience some discomfort as you stretch, far better than staying a self-defeating, self-pitying little wretch. Rather, as you experience movement, create life-changing shifts, you will, newly emboldened, dare to share your gifts. Life is truly meant for us to live. By our own expression, give to those like us who have sometimes been squashed, ignored, or diligently working, self-effacing behind a screen of uniformity, water poured on burning fire, quashed down, made damp squib of all passion and desire. And as others bask in your new golden glow, it helps for them also to know that they have their own miracles to perform, whether on a stage or as more often is the norm, in their own families and communities, through their daily life and deeds. Do great work, sow and nurture the seeds of positivity, purposefulness and joy with which we all entered this world to buoy up ourselves and others, to manifest the birthright of our mothers mm. as we mix with friends, many others who enter into life's stratosphere. They all add dark and shade, maybe cause us to shed a tear, perhaps of joy or sometimes pain. So ultimately of our own truth, understanding we gain. Right here and now, we need to show through heartfelt determination, strength of courage. We all have the power to foster our own abilities to grow, achieve our birthright to succeed, root out the dreaded weed that with stranglehold choke down our well-intentioned schemes, left us struggling with dashed hopes, broken once beautiful dreams. Meaningful, join us to create an interwoven, brilliant picture with which all can relate. As one voice, stand up and state, we are here to live mindfully in this life. We choose creativity, positive intent over unrewarding strife. And as we choose to change, how we ourselves perceive in our own dreams, our legacy, our power, we truly believe. Wow. That's powerful. And it's thought provoking and it covers everything from A to Z, you know, your boldness, your strength to manifest a beacon of light. 
right? That's heavy. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You know, another thing I forgot to mention. Do you have speakeasies there in UK? UK? Um, They're like coffee houses where, you know, oh, right. we yes. hand claps and finger snaps. <laughs> yeah, I guess we have something similar to that, yes. Well, go into the more eclectic part and read. Read, read, read. Because that will that will uh, spark creativity because you'll feed off of others. You'll sell some books. And it is so powerful because... We stay in this cocoon sometime. Okay, this is my little thing and I'm going to do it. But no, you've been given a gift. You want to share that with the world. And you know what else? Put a little music behind it. Yes. They've yes. got all of these downloadable things. Put a little soft sway in there. Read it. Get your cadence. Honey, I'm telling you, you will sell a million books. Well, I'm going to surprise you. I'm going to read you one of my poems. Is that okay? Oh, yeah, lovely. Yes. This one's called Girlfriends. And a lot of my brains get these from me. I'll send you some. Uh, okay. They're bookmarkers. Oh, and so yeah. I put them on bookmarkers and I, I share them. Friendship co-writes me, delights me, excites me. Friends are people that we have chosen to share in our lives. They invoke your energy and they support your drive. Friends hold a special place in time. They not only impact your heart, but they leave a lasting impression on your mind. Friends can listen to different kinds of music, but still groove to the same vibe. Friends can agree to disagree and still love each other with a sense of harmony and urgency. Friends can believe in different religions, but be open enough to share in one God. Friends can have different color skin, overlook that and love the person within. Sue Williams, I am glad that you are now my friend. Thank you so much. That is really, uh, that's beautiful. I love that. Oh, love thank it. you. Thank you. It's so fun. You know, it's a lost art. Who is one of your favorite poets? Um, Mary Oliver. Mary Oliver. I've never read her. Okay. I do Langston Hughes, Nikki Giovanni. Uh, I like um, Shakespeare. Oh, but you know, Shakespeare, well, you're there in the UK, so it's a little bit more uh, textual friendly, you understand it. But when you get into Shakespeare, it is just really, and then when you see the plays, where do you um, see your, your work? Where would you like to see it? What would make you feel like you've really accomplished something? Would it be a lot of book sales? Would it be in a certain library? Would it be in schools? What would make you feel that you have, you know, rich, rich, your, um, your dream of success? It's interesting. You should say that actually, because you mentioned schools and, that, um, I've, I've been, I haven't really been targeting schools or thinking about them that much, but of, of late, I have been getting to, to think about that kind of aspect because a lot of the poetry I have written came from, I suppose that background of not particularly feeling I had a voice I was one of the quiet ones and so some of my and, and the Believe poem kind of capture, captures that as well about sort of finding who you are and standing up and being kind of obviously standing up for yourself and being proud of yourself and achieving things um, and, I, and I think um, it starts in school and I mean another of my I've, 
I've probably only written really one poem for, for youngsters, but um, I've got this one, which is believe oh, in the on. Let me, Give me a minute so I can give you a full view there. Put it back up for me. Okay, all right. Believe in the stars. Oh, that's beautiful. Read that for me. Believe in the stars. Believe in the stars way up in the sky, twinkling and shining, just like you and I. When you gaze at them so brilliant and bright, know that you will have sweet dreams tonight. Believe in the sun as you sleepily awake, shining through your window as you give a little shake. Warming your spirits as you start a new day. Put a smile on your face as you go on your way. Believe you will succeed in each daily task. Yet if you have trouble, don't be afraid to ask. For we are all special inside, you know, and blossom when we help each other to grow. You know, I can also see you maybe supporting women's groups, women's shelters, um, maybe recovery centers. It's a soft sell. It's a way to look from a different lens. So there's endless possibilities for you, Sue Williams. Yes. And I really, really pray a blessing upon your work, your hands and your heart. Because again, it's a labor of love. It is. Yeah. So tell my brains how to get a copy of the book, how to contact you, and how to follow you on social media. Okay. Um, yeah, the book's available on Amazon. So yeah, just search for I Am Unique and under Sue Williams and uh, you'll find that. Or there are links to my books on my website as well, which is www.sue-williams.com. And yeah, I'm on Facebook as well, um, under Sue Williams. So um, look me up on there as well. And go in, I got some great poetry uh, groups I'm gonna hook you up with. Go in and check them out. You know what we're doing here and how we kind of got that cadence and how you put the music in and the vibe. You know, it makes it so unique. It makes it so personal. It really does. Go into a studio. And, or you don't even need a studio these days. You can record on your phone. That's true. Huh? <laughs> yes. Downloadable. You don't have to pay for shipping and printing and all that kind of stuff. People like that when they are walking their dog or they're coming home from work and they want something different outside of the mainstream mayhem of the news. You know, they want to download some Sue Williams. So thank you so <laughs> much for being here on the edge. I got to find my postcard. I can't find it. I got so excited. Oh, here it goes. Right here, brother. <laughs> this is a place where you catch a vibe, okay? This is a place for learning, to mellow out, just to be who you are, to be bold, to be strong, and to believe. Thank you so much for being here on the edge. Brains, go handle your business. Like, love, share buy one of sue's books <laughs> okay like love and share and subscribe on the edge we keep it mellow for you thank you sue thank you so much thank you bye, bye brains have a good day